Today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. Your Peugeot car or van might benefit from a free software upgrade. For more information and to find out if this applies to your vehicle, call the lads in Slattery's Garage, puck on. On 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. Thanks, Pat. Uh, welcome back to uh, Tip Today. Brian is in Clot Jordan and he says, Good morning, Fran. I used to work as a doorman in the UK and we had a no vaping rule just in case somebody did try to have a cigarette in the venue. Um, and I was making that point that it seems to me that people are reverting back to using cash, but as I say, it could be just perception. But one of our listeners wants to say, Fran, it's easier budget with cash and it's legal tender, I'd be willing to bet that there's more fraud happening now with regard to money than ever before with online banking because nothing is 100% safe. Well, yeah, I'm of that vintage. I prefer to deal in cash too, to be honest. But um, during COVID, we were all pushed into tapping like mad and then you don't know really how much you're spending you see 083 for every problem there's a solution dear phil on tip today with phil prendergast phil good morning good morning friend good to see you as always we will launch straight in because the letters are here in front of me the first one says dear phil my partner and i are both in our 60s and we've both been widowed We've been seeing each other for about four years and we have a great time together. He's wonderful, he's gentle and funny and I enjoy our time together. Recently he said that he felt he would like our relationship to progress further and would love for us to move in together. To be honest, I wasn't expecting this and I replied that maybe we were better to stay living apart. He was very hurt by this and asked why I wasn't open to the idea. Honestly, I like that I have my own space and he has his. I worry that if we were in each other's pockets that the relationship would not be the same. I look forward to meeting him and I think that would end if we were together all of the time. I've lived by myself since my husband died 15 years ago and I like my own space. I worry that by saying no I will crush him and he will reconsider our relationship. Should I take a risk and try it? I'm very conflicted at this point. She's right to be conflicted. Um, the relationship sounds like it's a grand relationship yeah. and there's not Fun one thing... and easy going. Absolutely. Yeah. And part of it is the fact that they don't live together and why on earth would you want to go and live with someone in your 60s yeah. after being widowed for 15 years? They're having a great time. They're having dates. They leave each other at the end of the night. What is not to love about that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of... she points out that she looks forward Absolute, then to the date. Absolutely. And, the... and, and, you know... He was hurt by it because I suppose he had been ruminating and thinking, this is a great thing and it's the next step. Yeah. But you know what? Sometimes you don't have to have next steps in relationship. It can be just fine as it is. And Particularly if it's it. working. Absolutely. Yeah. So I would I would say that, um, you know, she, she mentions maybe three times that she really likes her own space. And I think that that's part of the charm of this relationship mm. and the fact that they're not living in each other's ears. And I, I certainly wouldn't break something um, that isn't broken. I wouldn't try and fix something that isn't broken. I think she should keep the relationship as it is. Mm. And, uh, you know, if, if that bothers them to that extent and they've been together for for four years, um, you know, I mean, she starts by saying they have a great time. He's wonderful, gentle and funny and I really enjoy our time together. She just leave it 
alone. She doesn't need to do another thing. She doesn't need to do another thing. Mm. All she needs to do is say, no, I really don't want to move in or I don't want you to move in. I want this to continue the way it is, um, if that's okay. And if he decides to go on that basis, that's coercion and she should just, it's not a loss. Yeah, I mean, she knows the measure of the man. Absolutely, absolutely. But I do do think that sometimes people think that there should be another stage and that this is the time to do this. And if it's clearly not the time and somebody is really enjoying the relationship as it is, it's not broken, don't be trying to fix it. Yeah, through the social dancing, I know lots of people who the only time they meet is when they arrive at the dance. They dance together, they have lovely evenings, they say goodnight. Isn't that lovely though? And it's It's gorgeous and it works so well. You don't look at them the next morning. It's amazing. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. But when this uh, this lady says that, you know, she's wondering, should she risk it and try it and that she's conflicted? I mean, that's... Yeah, she's, you know, she's she's worried because obviously there's kind of a bit of pressure on her, but mm. I, I think, you know, she has a perfect relationship with them and she should just say, look, I like what we have and I don't really want to change this. Let's move on to letter number two. Uh, dear Phil, I've been married to, to my husband for 20 years and lately I find he's just driving me mad. He has habits that I once found endearing, but now they drive me absolutely crazy. He has a way of blowing his nose that completely goes through me. I've asked him not to do it in front of me, but he says I'm unreasonable. But then he does it and I get irritated and uh, sometimes we row about it. Am I the issue? Am I just a cranky old woman now? Or should he be more accepting of what annoys me and uh, try to avoid it? I'm afraid that the reason these little quirks are now annoying me is because I'm losing my attraction to him. I don't think I am, but what would the reason for this be? Is it just normal married life? It's just normal married life, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um. There's there's irritating aspects to everyone, including us. Like there's certain things we would do that might really annoy our partners, and there isn't any point in getting letting that be a big deterrent. So he's noisy, blowing his nose. Let's you know, let's allow for that. Um, and just be annoyed if you want to in the moment. But he has to blow his nose like. Mm. Um, I would just say, you know, she asks, um, you know, um, am I losing my attraction to him? She doesn't think she is. I don't think she is either. But I mean, everyone has annoying aspects to Mm. their personality. And, you know, whether it's losing the keys or where's my coat or where's my jumper or where's my other shoe or whatever it is, you know, sometimes it's an expectation that we're going to find everything that's lost or sometimes it is us that are the problem. And I just think this is a normal um, relationship that's very comfortable, relaxed and well into the the prime of their life and maybe past it. And it's just part and parcel of, of the living with somebody and coping and, you know, dealing with it the way you could. And so she- it's just something she's going through at this point that, I mean, that she's hypersensitive about your man's habits or whatever. You know? I, I think that sometimes if you start thinking about it, you can make a big deal about nothing. Yes. And if you then start thinking about it, oh yeah, and he does this. Oh, and he does that as well. And yeah, he doesn't flush the toilet and he leaves the wet towel on the floor and I'm after meeting such and such a thing belonging to him. And you can you can build up a big arsenal of all the things that are wrong. Yes, and then yeah. I, I'd be thinking sometimes if I'm, if I'm going to give out, I'm thinking, oh right, okay, so I didn't exactly clear the table there and 
empty the dishwasher and feed the dog or whatever. Yeah. So we're we're all you can you can actually hone in on on negative aspects of people and build them up into a big deal, or you can just say this is normal life. Don't mm. be sweating the small stuff. Right, you can get a little over familiar though with with people that that. Yeah, you but know, you I mean, you just say, would you mind? <laughs> Because I'm very conscious. I wish people I, could see the look you gave me. That would you? I, I'm very mind? conscious of it. We nearly have to put out a warning about the next one because it's so revolting. But oh, I have yeah. a bit of history with that and a bit of science. But um, it, it is, you know, if somebody is very offended, you say, listen, if you're going to go and sneeze at, at that decibel thing, it's hurting my ears. You'll have to go and do it somewhere else, or leave the room if they're starting to yes. leave the room and just say. This. Yeah, I I'm can't off. cope with this. Yeah, 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 and and I mean, have the go, but leave it go, leave it go. It's it's about trying to to work around each other's foibles and being respectful, I suppose, as well. If if something you're doing is very antisocial, you're just thinking stop. Well, you've heralded uh, somewhat of what we're going to talk about now in our third le- uh, letter, and I have to uh, oh, preface people. this by saying this Jesus. is absolutely disgusting. Anyway, it says, "Dear Phil." I have a friend who I have known and loved for many years. We're both in our 40s. The problem is I saw her do something that has completely sickened me. We were watching a movie one night at her house and I fell asleep. I woke up after a while and looked over at her. There she was picking her nose, having a good old root around. uh, And then she pulled out her finger and into her gob with it. I was shocked. I bet you were. Um, She looked over and saw that I was awake and looking at her and then she put down her hand and said she'd make tea. I knew she was... (laughs) I'd be after chopping off her hand. I'm sorry. I knew she was embarrassed to be caught. I made my excuses and said I was tired and went away home. I haven't looked at her the same way since. I'm kind of disgusted with her, to be honest. I think she is still embarrassed because she hasn't texted me much since. This happened about two weeks ago. Uh, Do I be honest and tell her how I feel or do we just give it a few days and move on like it never happened? I'm just sickened at the thought of even touching anything that belongs to her now. It's disgusting. What should I do? I have a very interesting bit of science about have this. You? So yeah, so why do people pick their nose? It's a curious habit and according to a study published in 1995, 91% of people who responded to the questionnaire reported they do it, while just 75% thought everyone does it. In short, we're all stuffing our fingers up our noses from time to time. <laughs> so it says why why they do it it differs from person to person. So noses that are dry or overtly moist can be irritating and people can sometimes pick their nose to relieve discomfort or out of boredom or out of a nervous habit. Allergies and sinus infections can increase the amount of mucus in the nose and in rare situations nose picking is a compulsive repetitive behaviour and that condition is called rhinotixelomania. Wow often accompanies stress or anxiety and other habits like nail biting or scratching. And for people with this condition, nose peaking can briefly ease anxiety. But most people who pick their nose, including those who do it in the car, who think, of course, they can't be seen by anyone else driving a car, do so out of habit, not compulsion. And it may not be socially acceptable, but it's rarely dangerous. But it can cause damage. So it's like pimple popping. And when that creature comes on the TV, that Dr. Pimple oh, Popping, I can't yeah. even stay in the room. 
know, it's I have terrible. to immediately leave. Whereas someone that I live with loves looking at that. When I'd be thinking, oh, I don't know if, if I was ever meant to be a nurse at all because I'm just not able to deal with it. Not able to. I'm not able to deal with sputum. I'm not. Able, not? I wasn't able to work in medicine when I was. That's why I was in midwifery because I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't you, deal. I couldn't deal with. You imagine that midwifery is uh, sort of. Um, no, because that's normal. Not a spectator sport, as Billy Yeah, yeah. But someone asking someone to give you a specimen of sputum. I used to spend all the day throwing up inside in the sluice. Are you serious? I, I wasn't able at all. Right. But anyway, there's there's issues that are if, if fingernails can leave tiny cuts in the nasal tissue. It's dangerous. Bacteria can then find their ways and cause infections. And the another study said that people are likely to carry Staphylococcus aureus, which of course is a, um, a bacterium. It's what can cause a very serious infection. But look, a habit that is very antisocial, like nose picking. I mean, she should just say to her, please, you need to do put on finger guards or do something, but you, you can't you can't be doing this habit. Uh, do you think they can get over this at all? I mean, it's Oh, I, I do, I do, do I do, yeah, I do. Um, but it's just, it's a horrible habit. And I mean, when the children were doing it when you were growing up, I mean, you went and you got a tissue and you poked around and you removed the boogie and yeah. you fixed it up and all the rest and said, don't be putting your finger in your nose. And you all know the kids as well, including myself, I remember putting a bead up my nose and there was fear sport getting it back down. <laughs> Fear sport, like, <laughs> and they were in the days where there was hardly even hospitals. Like. <laughs> the doctor, I'd go to the doctor, and he'd pressing on one side of my nose and telling me I had to sneeze and do an answer. Oh, sure, God, it was, it was fierce drama, but I, I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> you kind of, of enjoyed, yeah. I'm not sure what that says, Phil, but uh, and what if where their friendship is concerned? I mean. You know, I mean, I can see the point to some degree that if she offered to make me a sandwich afterwards, I'm not sure that I'd be. Oh, I would just say, I know I am grossed out by yeah. what you just did. I'm just not able for that at all. And it's, it's not okay. And no, because even if I saw you scrubbing your hands and putting on gloves, I wouldn't be happy with yeah. it now. But of course, then you don't know when people go to the bathroom, are they washing their hands and are they cleaning themselves and are they doing all that? So like there's a whole social norm and then there's things that are not going to be socially acceptable. And this is one of those things. Right. Ugh. So, advice is... My advice is that she should contact her friend again and let her friend bring it up if she likes. Or she, the friend might just say, I can never show my face in that house again. Or it was she was in her house. But, uh, you know, she needs to just be appraised. But like that, um, people... They can do it because of a nervous disorder. They can do it because it's, it's, a, it's, it's one of their habits. And they need to stop those habits, particularly in public. Ugh. Phil... It's always a pleasure. Thanks very much indeed. Thank you, Fran. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecone, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecone, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie